0: So let's review quickly what we learned yesterday in the ideas of how to go about the mechel somebody else and to ask someone else mechila. So as we said that if you hurt somebody else you're obligated to go to them many times publicly, ram specifically three times with the group to ask the mechila in a real way and if you really do it sincerely it'll almost always work. If at that point the other person doesn't accept it, then he is in the wrong, and you're okay. You can move on. On and it's difficult again when you ask someone, if you hurt somebody. You're gonna to have to really go with it in a sincere way and really express your remorse, recognize that you're wrong, recognize you want to connect, and then you can it can work. If someone hurt you. So, there's a machlek, it's what the halacha is. If someone hurt you monetarily, it's an isser, v'laysikim, v'laysitah, according to everybody, you now not even bear a grudge. If someone hurt you in an emotional or physical way, then the halacha <coughs> is that machlek is whether you're, you're not to come up, but the machlek is whether you're allowed to bear a grudge or not, if the person didn't ask you, obviously. But according to many Yishayim, even then, it's also to be a grudge. Obviously, it depends on, so it doesn't mean that you have to just ignore it. As we said, if someone punches you, you're to punch him back. If someone hurt you terribly, you don't have to just ignore it. You're not going to be Michael in the next minute. But over a certain time frame, depending on how severe it was, you are obligated to work on a way to be able to let it go. And it's not, again, with someone hurt you for five years in a row, it's going to take probably five years of work to be Michael. Maybe. It's very difficult. We need somebody's help. But the point is, if someone hurt you, um, you should try to let it go. Not be a grudge. Recognize that everything comes from Hashem and that person was wrong, but it was meant for you anyway. It was meant to set you up for a better life of closest to Hashem in some way, to drive you to work harder to be close to Hashem. If someone hurt you and embarrassed you, Recognize that nothing in this world is important besides your connection to Eben Yishlaim. The only person, only way, where you should judge yourself if you're doing well in life is only on one thing: what's your connection to Eben If I have a connection to Eben I have a successful life. If I don't, I'm a loser. I could, I could, well, yeah, I guess so. Well, you haven't succeeded yet. You can uh, have, you can, you can. We can all become close to Hashem, and grow boundlessly in that area. But it's the only thing that counts. I want to say an important concept, which is that if someone hurt you, let's say they embarrass you publicly. We spoke about this yesterday. <clears throat> so, how do how do you get over it? So we said, the Ram says, that if someone hurts you, you said, everything is nothing. nothing. Everything is meaningless in this world, besides your Beren Okay, but I feel... Bad about myself, I feel disrespected. So we know his idea of that you're supposed to So does a person not need to be respected, manachem? he does. He does not not be respected. I disagree. I set you up for that one. Don't worry. I disagree. Okay, fine. It's so even easier even easier to set you up, but the. A person needs covered. But the question is where you get your covered from. Do you get it from people or from the Rabbi Nishalel? This is very difficult to do. But co- real covered, a person does need to feel important and respected and great. But that's supposed to come from the Rabbi Nishalel. There's a Gemara in Brachas, that says a story about Yanni Malko, Malka, that Yanni killed all the, almost all the Chachamim and he needed someone to bench for them so he asked his wife to bring Shim Ben Shetach her brother he said I'll bring you if you're not going to kill him he said okay so he he, they, he came in and he sat here, Yane sat him down between him and her and and he, Yane told him you see how much covered I'm giving you he says you're not being me covered. the terrorists give me covered. the Take care of it. It will lift you up, respect it, and then it will embrace you. Some of when it means that that it means that you know my covered comes in effect. In Torah. I would suggest this means a little different. It means that I get my respect, my feeling of covered from the Ben and from the Torah. A person must feel important. He cannot be successful if he feels like a loser like he feels unimportant if he doesn't feel great so the it's not easy to achieve this but the best way and the highest way to feel amazing about yourself and to feel your importance is to recognize that your creator and the creator of everything in the world respects you now the question is do you feel that respect or do you say yeah, but I did this a very doesn't machabad me so much. Now there's a there's some truth to that. If you haven't done anything, there definitely you need to do more. But if you're someone who's done well from where you came from, which is the only measure of yourself. The only measure of self is is have I come far from where Hashem put me? She placed me somewhere, and I am now. Where have I? What have I done to? What have I achieved in that time? I can't be Reb Chaim as we said, because I was not given that opportunity, or anything close. Most of us. But I was the opportunity to become who you are and become great. And the cover should be a covered. The a person should work on feeling the love and the covet from the Beni and then he doesn't need the covet of other people, or else he always will. We need to feel respected and, uh, and, and, and good and, 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 and that we have an effect on the world. But all those things really should and can come from the Bani Shalom. Should, we should meditate on that idea. The Bani Shalom loves me and respects me. And if I'm respected from the creator of the world, why does it bother me if some person, a mere mortal, doesn't respect me? I have the respect of my creator. These are easy words to say, but I think there's a very important concept to work towards: that the, the co- we do need covet. A person cannot be. We, the basic psychology: if you feel bad about yourself, you will not be successful at much. We all know this from experience, right? When we feel good, we do good, and we feel bad, we don't do much. Some people: that's the story of their lives. Either all bad or good, for most of us it's sometimes this and sometimes that. Hopefully it's almost always good. And then you're successful. We you need to feel good to be successful. But our feeling of importance should come from our relationship with Ibrahim Hashem, our covered, our feeling of loved, being loved. That's right? a different concept also that Hafta Hashem al we say before that, Hashem loves us. Have they go, to, they go together. But we, a person does need covered. but the covered, again, it's a mistaken concept, that anav means that you think, you, you, you don't think highly of yourself. Right? The statement of Moshe is himself, he says about himself, anav Mikol Right? That sounds strange. And the answer is, it's not strange at all. Anu Mikol means, I have a complete recognition of my place in this world, that everything is under Barishulam. And Barishulam gave me, as Moshe Rabbeinu, amazing powers. But I still recognize it's all from the Rebbe Nisholem. That's all enough. Okay, let's move on to Perek Everyone in this world, every year, has merits and demerits. Someone who has more merits than demerits is a tzaddik. It's nice. Huh? You thought a tzaddik means you're perfect, right? That's not what it means. Even though, interestingly, what does the word tzaddik mean? Precious. Correct. But the real word is correct. Meaning you're right. Meaning, so, <laughs> meaning right. A is the fnim mishra A tzaddik is, you do everything correctly. But even that does not mean that you never fail in life. Tzaddik means... You do more mitras and aver, more merits and, and then demerits. Now we'll explain as as Ram is going to continue that that shekel that judgment does not depend on a number; It's not a numbers count. It depends on only Bereshitam can figure that out. That judgment of what's considered more merits and demerits. For some people, learning eight hours a day is a terrible avera because they should have learned twelve. And for some people, learning eight hours a day is a massive mitzvah, because the month before, they only learned four. So most, again, there are certain things that are asr, you have to keep Shabbos. And certain things that are motor. There are lines. But in the general scheme of things, where we do things that are, we, we put effort into doing things better or worse. So... It's not about numbers, because for one person, the same thing could be as a mitzvah, and it means you're doing great, and for another person, the same thing could mean you're doing terrible. For one person, saying lashin Hara once a day is amazing, because last year he said lashin Hara 16 times a day. And for another person, saying lashin Hara is terrible, because last year he didn't say, on a regular day, didn't say any. Or because he grew up in a house that speaks lashin Hara all the time. So then for that person to work towards not speaking Lashon is amazing. <coughs> if he grew up in a house where Lashon was despised, which is the way it should be, then if he doesn't take that lesson, then he's worse. <coughs> Would you ask him again? can those two things be the same, the two definitions? How much do you mean? Like, a guy who's righteous, Yeah, that's exactly. That's that, Correct. <coughs> that's what I'm saying. That's you can't what I'm saying. do more than that. No? Correct. So, uh, So, so, so the the, <laughs> the that that is that is my point. So, if we a tzaddik means that for that person he's where he's supposed to be, he has more schuyas than avoyne is based on the shikol, the judgment of the rebbeinu Right? right? <coughs> And that's why Chazal Yoyinim Lamata, right? That, that 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 sometimes he went up to, to Shemaim and he saw the people on top, on bottom, and the bottom on top doesn't mean they're always like that. But it means just because someone is a you know is in a position of power doesn't necessarily mean they're a tzaddik. They could be a rasha. They could be doing much more what we call mitzvahs than you do but they still could be considered because they're expected from where they were placed in life and what their skills are to do much more than they're doing and the same person doing the same activities one person would be considered tzaddik and one person would be considered rasha very important to judge ourselves not on some not next to somebody else the burjiah put me so if the burjiah put me in a great family and with the best friends, and the best mind, and the best chavrusas, so then, but if the merchant placed me in a difficult upbringing, with not the best friends, and not the certain skills that made it difficult for me, and I still succeeded, that's how you judge yourself. And if you have the best set of circumstances, then you judge yourself based on that, and then I should be great. Should be comparative to other people in those circumstances. So you can only judge yourself on yourself, and the only one who can figure this out is the rebbeinu shleilu. at mechta If you're in the middle, you're baideni. So al Many feathers were broken on this line. Gemara so, mostly meaning. M- much has been written how to define mm-hmm. these lines, this idea in the Gemara, but we'll say the Symbol piyut in the Rambam, which is how we explained it so far. Mechta mechta beni is hard to understand. Right, about on the about Tanya is along Arichas on this, the shar Gemul, and the Ramban is along Arichas on these and the Shait in the Gemara. But the the what does it mean mechta mechta beni? What we'll see later beni, right? Mm-hmm. Roshana, you get the, you get it, the adin and the benim last yom kippur. So that's a different concept in and of itself. So that means like so most opium kippers doesn't mean anything. So we'll get to that at a later point. But so so what does it mean bandy? If you, it means like 50-50? It doesn't seem to make sense. Who is 50-50? There's no such thing as 50-50 in life, right? If you play ba- baseball games, you could be 22 and 22, win-loss, right? If you judge your life it's exactly even, it seems like a wholly unlikely Right, and you have a whole yom kippur just for those wholly unlikely percentages. So the idea is that abayinyi, we don't know exactly where the abayinyi stretch is, but it's somewhere in the middle. Meaning there's a continuum from one end to another. Zero, it's called zero to hundred. So we'll call. I'll just make up numbers now. But let's say zero to twenty-five. Meaning if you're, if I'm going to say marubin, you're low, you're Russia. Seventy-five to hundred, you're tzaddik. Somewhere, 25 to, to 75, that's a Baini. Now, I made up those numbers. Could be the Baini is 40 to 60, 55, fi, 45 to 55, 10 to 90, I have no idea. Um, I would say it's probably, if I had to guess, closer like 10 to 90, because it's not too easy to be a tadik. So, Tadik is at the two ends, and Russia is at one end, The Russia is the other end, and a Baini is... The middle people who are considered benim, and in Chazal, it seems that most people are considered benim, meaning that we're trying our best, putting ourselves to in a situation to succeed, hopefully, and and continuing to try to be tzaddikim over time. So, to countries, there's an the idea in Chazal of that sometimes country or a, a population gets judged as a whole, even though each person individually might not have deserved the punishment, but the population as a whole has a judgment. <laughs> if the of those, the dwellers were more than their demerits, their, their so to the whole world itself is judged as a whole. Then the Ram says a very interesting sentence. It comes in the Gemara, but the question is what it means. Someone who has more averes than mitzvahs and more merits and demerits, he dies right away in his state of Rishos. So to a country that has Ruben, it's lost right away. So to the whole world. If our sins are uh, more than our, more than our mitzvahs, so right away you should have asked the question: Every russia dies right away. Hitler seemed to have lasted a long time, right? And many, many, many other rishonim throughout history, right? So, what does it mean? Why does say that he died right away? Another question you could ask is a question. But the Rebbeinu says that the whole world also, if they have more averus, they get destroyed. <coughs> Anyone have any questions on that? So we're still here. Huh. One question. Also, we were promised by the Malb. Yeah, it seems that way. But that's a different shemus. We'll get there. The well, means elam Hazar elam haba, huh? We also find that on wholesale destruction like Suleiman uh, Naimira and the Deraim only it's not enough that most Rishon, there is the no tzadikim. Okay, but that's part of the, again, that could be, again, like we said, the, the definition of no Rishoam I and how many Rishoam I and how many Merits and how many Merits, that's up to the to figure out. So what's Mitzvah Sanavaris for the rest of the world? So too. I mean, how, what's considered what that, that they get punished for it? What's the level that they would get destroyed for? We don't know. but Obviously, we haven't reached it. Mm-hmm. But the other question you can ask is how... Don't we, we were promised by the, by, 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 by the, by the marvel that it won't happen again? And Pasek says, I won't destroy the world, so what does it mean the world will be destroyed? That's exactly the question. I would suggest the answers, without being myroch based on the Psukkim is that, Kiyat Slaver Adam Raman says, therefore I won't destroy it, meaning if I'll never allow it to get to that point, I'll never give the opportunity to do so many Avedas, that the world will be We'll reach that point. But anyway, getting back to the Let's go a little further in the Ram to help us understand what he just said, that a Russia dies right away. This judgment and weighing of the various mitzvahs are not according to the number, but according to their effect. According to their greatness, specifically. One Mitzvah could be worth, could be could cancel out many Averas. And this judgment and this weighing is only done by the Rabbani who knows our minds. And he knows how to judge what's an Avera and the effect of an Avera and Mitzvahs. So Ram says, which we got the idea before that this judgment is not about numbers and not about how many hours you learned, but how difficult it was for you to learn those hours, not how many time hours you wasted on your phone, but how difficult it was and what 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 you've done to grow in that area and where you were set in the first time right someone you know so you, you know a lot of times you for you know older people, not me, older people say um uh." You know, oh, these guys with their phones, their phones all day, crazy. Okay, maybe, probably, if you would have grown up with a phone, you would just look as stupid as everybody else with their phones, right? So that you, you have to, you have to, you can only be judged based on where Hashem put you in life, and then take yourself from there and do your best. So let's get back to that line. The Ram says, if you have more various than mitzvahs, you die right away. Pop. What are you talking about? What does it mean? You, you, it means you're judged for death before you're allotted time. Meaning, let's say you were originally allotted, I don't know, 84 years. This guy, at the, it comes. he comes to Russia, when he's judged in Rosh Hashanah, It's decided that he will die before that time. And he's judged for death right away. Because right, our judgment is always in Rosh Hashanah. Um, I'm going to go off the topic just to finish off with it just popped to my head. Um, we, we spoke about it a little bit, but I just have a, another knech on it. The Me'iri, we spoke about the Me'iri in Rosh Hashanah, we spoke about the idea of the yearly cycle, how you expect it to do more in Rosh Hashanah, because the Din, he said, because the, our iris is more around this time, and the Din is only at this time. What he means to say is like this, is that Bereshem made din. You get judged for all your actions. You don't get judged. You remember last, this two months ago, you did something stupid? You shouldn't have done? Well, let me tell you something. You don't remember. You, if you do, let me tell you something. You haven't got judged for it yet. You will only get judged for it in Rosh Hashanah. Only. Again, okay, this actually complicates in Rosh Hashanah. But we're going to the passage says that the Icah judgment, or the final judgment, is only Rosh Hashanah. That means... The Reverend Hashem says, I know you will try hard in Rosh Hashanah, and I will judge you based on your optimal performance of the year. It's a great opportunity. Well, isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't that, aren't we lucky? I Meaning, we have a lot of failures. But the Reverend Hashem says, I'm going to judge you not based on your worst times, but based on your optimal performance in If you do your best in Amiram and you do tshuva, everything's wiped clean. And that's why, as he says over here, someone who doesn't do t'chub and, yam and ram, ain't la chelek Yisrael. He's ignoring. B'Rosh Hashem telling you, I'm waiting. This is the time. I waited the whole year. This is the time you can clear everything up. And you ignore that. Such an opportunity. You get judged on your optimal performance. It's really a great opportunity for us. That it's not We, 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 we have lots of failures throughout the year. We will not have a final judgment till the yom ram. And then we can wipe it clean. And if we do our best then, then that is what defines us. It's really an amazing idea. Stop it. Shalom Aleichem. This is Menachem Weinberg. These yorum were given in Yeshivas Ahavis At-Tayra, Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavisat Thank you.